Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to The Dinner Table with your host Chantel and Samantha. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hello. Hi everyone. You are at The Dinner Table with Chantel and Samantha. Thank you so much for joining us for a special episode. Yes, today is a special episode. Um, a lot is going on in the world right now, from protesting to riotings, uh, still, you know, more videos being uploaded about unarmed Black people being hurt, being killed. And we just want to take this episode and we don't want to add more fuel to that fire. We want to take this episode and just like inspire people, uplift people for those of you and just educate for those of you that like just don't understand what's going on and why people are so upset. We want to help you understand and also just make it a place where we can start healing and just coming together and learning what to do. Like what's next? What's the next step? What should we do? But before we can take that next step, we have to understand what's going on and realize what's going on. So this episode, is dedicated to just to name a few. We have Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, um, Corey Jones, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Philando Castro. The list goes on and on. Trayvon Martin. It, I mean, enough is enough, and we're just tired of being silent. So, this is that episode just dedicated to everyone that's been hurt all the families and the friends, their loved ones. How are you doing, Samantha? It's been a rough week. I mean, I can't even begin to understand how you feel and how many of my family members and friends are feeling because I am white. Um, but I, I am here for you and I am going to stand by you. And I mean, I hope that a lot of my white friends can understand what's going on and I want to help educate people right. as well. So first off, I want to touch on white privilege. Um, for a while, like I was just ignorant. I didn't even realize I had it. Mm -hmm. I mean, so white privilege doesn't mean that your life wasn't hard. It just means that your life wasn't made harder by the color of your skin. Right. So I've never had to think twice about being pulled over by the cops, for example. Right. Like never thought, oh my God, am I going to get shot today? You know? Yeah. Or even like when I apply for a job, like I've never thought, oh, what are they going to think of me when I walk in for the interview? I've right. never thought twice about things like that. So yeah. white privilege, unfortunately, does exist because of the history of oppression against people of color. So to understand what's going on in the world, I think we first have to understand white privilege and how we can help our friends and neighbors and coworkers. Great point. Girl, y'all, I am happy to have a friend that's woke. Okay, y'all heard her speaking. So it's different experiences, you know, and it's people like you that's going to help us move, you know, move forward, make changes. Um, so some good points, you're saying that you never had to worry, you know, about getting the call back about a job because statistics prove that white people 
with a white, like white names are 50%, have 50% more of a chance to get a call back because their name sounds white. And you don't have to worry about how do I, how can I wear my hair? Like, is my hair like too ghetto for them? Do I, do I have to straighten my hair? Like that's things that like, that I think about it. Do, can I wear braids? Can I not wear braids? Right. Or like, like the worst thing I'm thinking about is do I have too much makeup on or am I wearing the right shoes? Like I'm not even thinking about. Yeah. That's the stuff we had to think about in addition to other things. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never thought twice about that. And I've never thought about my counterparts thinking about that too. So it, it really, it hurts. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. And until, I mean, people hopefully after listening to this, or maybe coming across a post, they're like, white privilege, what is that? Because that is, that has been like a popular share. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they're taking that step to find out what white privilege is. Mm -hmm. And what's the comedian's name? It's a female comedian on Netflix. Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea Yeah, Chelsea Hiller, yes. Mm -hmm. She, just in the past couple of years realized she's had a right privilege and she's using her platform to go around. She's had a book, she has a show. And well, she I mean, originally she wrote a book with a title that was very offensive. Yes. And back in the day, she didn't realize it. So now right. she's coming around like I messed up. Right. And I'm very, I'm proud of her for yeah. using her platform. Yeah. And it was one episode that we watched where she was in the car with her black boyfriend and like it was, they got pulled over and it was actually like her drugs and her everything. Oh, yeah, when she was a teenager back then. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but she didn't know that she had white privilege and now she's like awake. Like now she realizes, okay, that was white privilege. This is what's going on. And now people, her white followers can see, yeah. hopefully expose and just take that step. It's always about, it's all about taking that next step and educating yourself. You have to, you can't be ignorant. You have to like, want to right. learn so that's something good to watch on netflix yeah it's called. i think it's like hello white privilege it's me chelsea something like that if just, you keep talking i'll look it up okay but just i mean if you search chelsea handler yeah in, netflix you'll find it that was recently i think that was last year it was mm-hmm. is i mean yeah. so what other like shows or movies or books have you like read um not really about white privilege but more about um learning about the side that people of color have experienced Mm -hmm. Um, like i i read the book which is also a movie they hate you give yeah and movie if you don't read and i'm trying to remember there's another movie on netflix the one with Carrie Washington, American Son. That was a really good depiction of how the police, sometimes not all police, we know yeah. police are bad, how they treat people of color versus white. Right. People. You know what? Actually, I do remember that that movie. Like it was going on and on for hours. They couldn't find her son. And there was yeah. the cop was like questioning her about the description of her son. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just being judgmental he was mm-hmm. you know so oh yeah and then the the husband came in and he was white and he yeah. took him more serious than he yeah. did the mother who's black yeah mm-hmm. that that's a good one also on hulu 
um, Detroit is actually based on a live event, a riot that happened in the 1960s, actually 1967. So Detroit is a good one. Basically, a bunch of Black people were um, celebrating these veterans coming home, fighting for our country. And then the cops came in and raided the whole bar. And then that led up to a five-day riot. So that one's really good a movie if you want to watch. Yeah, that sounds like a really good one to watch. Documentaries, Tariq Nasheed. Logan has put me like up on, it's called Hidden Figures. So it's like, I think like a five DVD series. And mm -hmm. it's just documentaries of African history, Black history, the arts, oppression, like just taking it back. And it's just, it, it's really good because it breaks it down and it also has like different people, like celebrities that are interviewed um, in the documentary too. So Hidden Figures by Tariq Nasheed. There's, like I said, multiple DVD choices for you to watch with that. And that is, that's like kind of underground. Like if you type it in on Amazon, you can find it. You're not going to find it in a store or anything like that. You have to actually order it from his website. And they're really good. Oh, interesting. And then if you guys are looking for someone to follow, like an activist on social media. I've been following him for several years. I believe I've mentioned him before on the podcast. Sean King, he is always up to date. I don't even think he ever sleeps. Like he's always up to date on the minute, um, tweeting and posting on all his platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to use. Um, he's always up to date on what's going on, who's been arrested, who has been attacked and all that good and stuff. also how to donate like when families are facing these times like when they had to pay for lawyers like that stuff is not cheap it gets right. very expensive so he always he shares how to you can help support the families mm -hmm. you see they were trying to bring sean king down that's what they do with the black leaders they either try to bring them down corrupt them or they kill them they were saying that sean king was like stealing money especially for recently from the families and he had to go on social media and like, Hey, this is a whole separate funds. Like this doesn't even go near what I make, but it's like, why, why do they want to, that's why a lot of people I feel like are afraid to like step up because they're afraid to get killed or something like that. Like that's, that's true. I think it, I believe it's a really hard job to be an activist mm -hmm. because I mean, even like going to a protest, I didn't realize how many protests were happening in our local area. I don't know how the yeah. word would I I probably would have went. I yeah. Mean, I love being in the trench. A peaceful protest. Um, I understand why they have turned violent, which I don't agree with. Right. Because looting doesn't make sense, but I understand. And yeah. I, not all of them, but I think some of the law enforcement are kind of like provoking them at the same time. So it's just. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, they're frustrated, you know, they're angry and this is just how you can't tell someone how to be upset. You can't tell someone how to be angry. You know, you can't yeah. tell someone how to express their feelings, their emotions. And this is the way they are doing it. I mean, I don't agree, but like you said, I understand. I just don't think don't do it in your neighborhood. Go to their yeah. neighborhoods. Yeah. I saw, like, they're <laughs> looting in Miami. How is that helping your 
hurting your economy, like your local economy. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Right. And also I've seen a couple of videos where there's like white people taking advantage of this right now. And there was stores where there were no black people, not saying it's right for black people to go and loot right now, but what I'm, it looks like people are just trying to take advantage of what's going on and like, Oh, I can go steal. They're out here stealing. So let me start this. But the thing is, it becomes a problem when the news is only showing that black people are doing it. Right. Which is and not they calling us thugs. I saw, I shouldn't be laughing, but I saw a video of a lady walking out of cheesecake with, I'm sorry, Cheesecake Factory with a whole cheesecake. Oh my gosh. And then I also saw in Atlanta, they're like burning everything down and they start approaching Waffle House. And there was like a group of people like, uh-uh, not Waffle House. And they literally turned around like oh everything but Waffle House. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's okay to find some kind of like humor in this. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. heal. It's a way I mean- of coping sometimes so right and then I mean speaking of social media I think it's okay um if you don't there is some people out there that normally don't post their political views or their opinions at all Mm -hmm. I think that's okay but I think you need to find your comfortable platform to speak like I feel comfortable sharing on social media I always have I've been posting on my story and on our page as well but if you don't feel comfortable sharing on this platform I really hope that you are speaking to your friends right family or you are willing to open up your heart to listen and just understand what's going on right and then also with social media I think it's okay to not be on it 24 7 like it's okay to take a break because I'm like scrolling and I'm getting sucked in and it's it's hurt. It hurts. Yeah. So I think it's okay to take a break from it, but we have to find some type of platform, whatever you feel comfortable with. I think you need to speak up and find your voice because if if we're not talking about it, then nothing's going to change, you know? Right. So like you said, speaking up, if you want to use social media, don't, you don't have to feel pressure to do that because everyone else is that's, that's okay. Um, but if you have that, black friend that you say you're not racist because you have reach out to them ask them how they're doing and honestly me I wouldn't get offended and I don't think a black person would but I'm just gonna speak on myself if you reached out to me and be like I don't understand what's going on can you help me understand I feel like that willingness and that openness being vulnerable like that that's a good step because you're actually showing like that you care some empathy it's the people that are saying like oh this again type thing or the people that are like all lives matter it's we're focusing on what the issue at hand is right now and that is our black people are unarmed being killed unarmed and just general and just being oppressed Right. You go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say all lives matter pisses me off so much when I hear that. Okay. Black lives matter does not mean that your life does not matter as a white person. It just means I saw a really good analogy. Um, If your house was on fire 
and there were 10 houses in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Would the fire department come and, put, come and put water on all 10 houses or just right. the house on fire? So, yeah. You're right not, now we're focusing on that house that's on right. fire. You're not being oppressed by... You're currently not being oppressed by systemic racism. Right. So we need to just deal with the matter at hand right now. We all right. need to come together. Right. So comments like that, that's not helpful. Yeah, systemic racism. I mean, Kate, you don't know what it is. It's just basically intentionally making a disadvantage for Black people. Um, for example, you and I have the same credit score. You and I have the same... Um, income, not even income, proof of income, and then we're trying to get a house or something, I get denied because the color of my skin. Yes, this is legal segregation still going on, guys. It's called redlining. So if you want to look that up, if you're like a stats person, you can look up about incarceration, that how Black people make up more than half of the population for prisons and jails. If you want to look up employment, Black college students are less like twice less likely to get a job after college. Uh, black employment, unemployment is always twice as much higher than whites. If you're a person that likes to look at numbers, you can just Google any of that and there are stats for days. So mm-hmm. what you see, the rioting, the protesting, the anger, the fuel is not only from George, George Floyd's death, it's, and not only the death of everyone I named in the beginning, it's also the racism that we experience every day from education, the income gap, from the looks, the stares, the words that we're called, it's everything. So if you see this, it's not just about the murder, it's about our daily lives, okay? Like we're just tired of going through this and we were just fed up, fed mm-hmm. up. And there has to be some accountability for the police. How many times are they going to get away? But not even, okay, I get you saying, oh, he's going to jail. He's being committed for third degree murder, first of all, third degree. And then second, how long did it take him to go to jail for them to get him? And third, Breonna Taylor, her police, the police officers that killed her are still roaming free. Mm -hmm. And I listened to the call that, I don't know if you guys remember, we talked about a couple weeks ago, Brianna Taylor was asleep in her home and her boyfriend was there and the cops, they did have a warrant to enter with, um, with, without like saying who they were, but it was the wrong home they entered and they killed her. Not only did they kill her, they left her there. Her boyfriend called the police and said, I don't know, he didn't even know it was the police, they left. He's like, someone just came, my girlfriend's here, she's shot, she's dead. And then they had to come back. They sent other police officers to their house. So if you're an officer with any compassion and you realize there's no drugs here, they thought they were looking, they, they raided the house to see if they had drugs. If you see that there's no drugs there, why wouldn't you help? Why didn't you call 911? You know, right. why didn't you guys put her behind your car and like rush her to the hospital when you realize right. you effed up? Right. And not, I'm not saying that all police officers are bad. 
They're not, all of them are not bad. Obviously we see some of them protesting with us. They're not, every white person isn't racist. You know what I mean? So it's just like, there is bad people out there and that's who, and that's who we just need to, I almost said something, but there's need them to change right. or need them to be put out of places of power because they're probably not going to change because it's their heart, but they can't be in position of power. Right. They're not meant for that line of work. Nope. You shouldn't be a cop if you're not here to protect the citizens with right. your whole heart. It's just like being a doctor. You don't go into it for the money. You go into it because you care. Right. Where's the protecting and serving part? Because if somebody is calling the police officer saying this guy here is using, is uh, writing a bad check. I don't know. Just, I don't, I'm coming out. I'm like, yo, why are you writing a bad check? Are you, are you homeless? Here's a center. Right. Are you hungry? Here's a center. Okay. If he did something wrong, take him to jail and let right. him do the time and pray the, and pay the price for writing a bad check. You know, we can't even have a, a car break down on the side of the road like Corey Jones. Where you how are you protecting and saving him by calling a tow truck and helping his car get towed? No, by killing him. That's how you protect and serve. Protect and serve is what they're supposed to do. And we don't feel protected and they're not set. We pay y'all. Y'all taking money out of my taxes to kill people unarmed. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm like going on, but it's okay. we just, we just want help. We just ask you to do your job, protecting and serve. If you can't, honor your badge and honor the value you took to protect and serve us, don't do it. There's not a test out there or a scan we can do just to find out if, if the cop is, you know, racist or not. We have, they have to like, just think that they, you know, just trust and believe that they're honorable. Like why take a job if you, that you're supposed to be, you know, like why take the job if you're not gonna just do your job properly? I know. I don't, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I know where you're coming from, but I don't, I don't know. You're a firefighter, but you're not going to put out a fire. Right. <laughs> or like you're a doctor and you're not going to save your patient. Right. Lying on the operating table. Right. Like it today. Right. And I understand it stems from the history. Yeah. Like I understand where it comes from, but we, and I understand how far we've come. And I know we've got more to, you know, more ways to go, but it's just like, ugh, just to, in the midst of it right now, it's just really hard. I pray that when I finally have kids, that they can grow up in a world where if I tell them what happened when I was in my 20s, mm -hmm. that they wouldn't believe me. They think I was lying. Right. Like, I really hope that our generation and Gen Z can come together and make a difference. Cause I don't remember in my lifetime, anything this big, like I don't remember this many riots right. and protests. Right. It's crazy, but I think it's needed. Right. And I am telling you guys, begging you guys 
to please vote in November. This is oh. not a joke. Right. This is not a game. This no. isn't the Hunger Games. This isn't a movie. Like, it feels like a horror movie, but we need to make a change. And we're not and talking about presidency. I'm not only talking about the president, which that's a whole nother story. We're not going to talk about that right now. Um, I'm also talking about like the chief of police, the yes. judges, your right. local representatives, all of that stuff makes a difference. It starts in your city, right? In your county, in right. your state, and then it goes up to the country. So right. we need to make a difference. Like when you get I believe everyone gets a, um, a, a, practice, sample. Yeah. a sample ballot. Yes. Yeah. Do your research then. Write on it. Take right. notes. We have like a whole month. I think they send it all like a month before yeah. election. Like, do your research. Don't be like, well, whatever. I'm just one person. What if yeah. like thousands of people said that? Oh, whatever. I'm just one person. No, yeah. you can make a difference. Um, unlike the presidency vote, the electoral vote doesn't just like overall, like actually in your city, in your county, like that vote counts, okay? So if you don't like what's going on, if you don't like how many people are being put to jail for like, for little reasons, for stupid reasons you think, if you don't like the way your schools, like if you don't think your schools get enough income, mm -hmm. you need to research and find out who's part of the board, and who do you want to vote for? Like everything. Right. Okay. Like literally your vote. If you don't vote for the president, at least vote for somebody in your city. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the president, I do. I know. I know. I just feel like if we had a president right now that can just be empathetic and understanding and just know how to like address situations I don't think this wouldn't have gotten that bad, but he's adding fuel to the fire by right. making comments like, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So you, told, you over here quoting this white man from the 60s that yeah. made this comment towards people that was still in the 60s? I think he's unfortunately given a platform to a lot of um, bad people in America. Yeah that think the same way he does, unfortunately. So I, I, don't, I don't think racism ever died. I just think no. people felt like they didn't have a platform. And yeah. I, I think they feel like they have a safe space to say it and that's not okay. Yeah, it, cause if, because if Jim Crow ended in 1955 and your president is 73, so he was born around 1946, what do you think his parents raised him on? Right. Okay. So it, we, we already knew it was just like a stamp. It was just like a, another stamp. I mean, it's been plenty of stamps, but, but yeah. Anything else you want to add about what's going on this week? Cause I think we. Hopefully next week. We have some more good news coming out of this, but I think right now we all just need to be kind to each other. Yes. Be kind, be understanding, be woke. Just try to learn more. And I feel like in my part, I just want to um, learn how to help. Like, what do I do? Like, what can I do on my part? So that's what I'm going to work on this week. 
Because, yeah, I sign a petition. Yeah, you donate and you call the offices that Sean King says to call and, you know, you do all that. But it's like, what else can I do? I feel like there's something, hopefully there's something more I can find out. But I feel like I should be doing more. Right. And I just want to be an ally. So, I mean, if you have any suggestions for me to take other than what I've been doing, I'm open ears. Right. Just keep helping your friends out. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) come this way, guys. Um, So, yeah. Chelsea Hanley, I just want Handler, Handley, Handler. Chelsea Handler. Handler. Um, <laughs> Hello, privilege. It's me. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's pretty much what. We but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging on that one. Yeah, that's so, a good. Um, one. Yeah, that's on Netflix. One. It's really good because she actually and she goes to like the cities and she goes like into like the HBCUs, the black colleges, and she's talking to black people and is actually like trying to learn like. And she's also having difficult conversations because they're yes. questioning her past, which I know that's really hard for a lot of you guys to have difficult conversations, but now's the time. Get uncomfortable. That's I mean, when you're uncomfortable, that's that's a sign of growth to me. Right. I put yeah. myself, I purposely put my situ- myself in situations where I feel like I'm facing something that's going to make me better. That's challenging me. Right. That's and how I- why would you want to have a friendship where you can't be open and vulnerable? Right. Like, what's the point of having a friendship if you can't talk and true, very true your ideas? Yeah, there's no point. All right. So to reiterate what Samantha said, just be kind to each other. Let's be aware and let's be safe out there. If you're protesting, or in general, be safe. All right, guys. Take care. Bye, guys.